0: All right, welcome to Marketing Like a Mother, a podcast made for mompreneurs by mompreneurs. Each week, we are diving into mom-approved business and marketing strategies to help you grow a profitable and family-friendly business. Today, I am your co-host, Olivia Radcliffe.
1: And I'm your other co-host, Michelle Pontvert.
0: And today, we are going to be talking about networking. We're going to talk about how to network for collaborations, how to network for sales, our opinions on the matter, and some strategies that we have tried and some we love, some we don't love so much, um let's just jump into it, Michelle, do you want to start us off?
1: Yeah, so I think we already had an episode around collaboration specifically, but I think the kind of networking subject is slightly different because you know networking is an industry standard, like lots of people engage in networking, not just in terms of looking for partners, but also looking for clients, looking for sort of prospecting. And I think it's, it's kind of an intimidating piece of the business puzzle, at least for me as an introvert. And I found it really like one of my efforts to climb when I got started. So in my mind, networking in the traditional sense is a different beast. And I think a traditional sense of networking is like meeting a bunch of people in a group, getting to know each other, exchanging business cards or exchanging business information and kind of starting the process of finding connections who are going to be strategically useful to you, either to sell your thing, get referrals to sell your thing, or in other ways, help you promote your business. So there is a expectation up front that this is a business sort of environment but it does come with I find a lot of social anxiety for me as an introvert a lot of um you know putting yourself out there really trying to do the active work of meeting people that I find collaborations don't so I'm really excited to dive into this as a kind of sister subject to what we've already talked about um so I think As I said, the networking in the classical sense of the business world is the typical like in-person meetup and you bring your business cards and you try and get to know as many people as possible. And I've never done that. Like I've never gone to a traditional meetup. I work in a country where I'm not like the most confident speaking the language. I I speak pretty good French now, but I would never have dreamed starting out going to an in-person event here. And it's kind of weird that my whole experience of networking for this business has been 100% online and 100%, I think, the non-traditional new version of what networking is, which is much more of a round table or small group, you know, getting to know each other, call without that last piece necessarily in place for, okay, how are we going to help each other? How are we going to get something out of it? Which... I don't know, it has its ups and downs, like it's a great way to be low pressure in learning how to introduce yourself, learning how to put yourself out there, but I found in those formats, maybe less productive. So that's kind of, I feel like the state of the union on (laughs) what networking looks like in the online business world. I'm really curious what experience you've had yourself have you ever done like the in-person stuff? Have you got other experiences of it before we dive into kind of our own specific experiences with networking?
0: Yeah, um, I have done that old school, you know, time-honored tradition of going <laughs> to trade shows or conferences and bringing hard copy like business cards and um, walking around, shaking everybody's hand and making small talk over the really bad coffee and tea station. And um, and I do think there is some merit to some of that. You know, I, I do appreciate meeting people in person, getting to, I, I think it it really obviously helps with the getting to know, like, and trust you factor a lot faster than meeting them online, some anonymous name in a Facebook group. Um, but there's a ton of social anxiety for me as well. <laughs> I am an introvert, and I have a limit to the number of people I can talk to, amount of time I can be out social, and then I'm like, all right, I'm done. Like I'm gonna <laughs> go stand in my corner and eat my free cookie, and please don't come talk to me. And um, so I also I've done a lot of I mean obviously online networking. Mm-hmm. I actually am a big fan of networking in Facebook groups, which I know is a bit controversial and different than how you operate with your networking. Um, But I really like, um, I, I like being able to make those, those connections and people are very honest a lot of times in these business groups and they'll get on it and just flat out say, this is what I'm struggling with. There is no small talk. Hey, how are you? Mm -hmm. How's the weather? Like, how about that free pasta at lunch? You know, no one talks about any of that. It's like, Hey, I am having this struggle and I am putting this here in the group and go help me like, (laughs) and everyone can jump in and support and, and be there for that other person. Um, so it's a different kind of experience I think
1: yeah I mean that's something you and I have talked about a lot and something I really struggle with so in case there's other people who are in my boat what does it look like for you to network in these groups like what are you doing what are you posting how are you responding because I literally I understand intellectually but it doesn't compute to brains like mine
0: (laughs) I mean, to be clear, I don't necessarily have any strategies or anything, I know there are strategies out there. I've heard mm-hmm. strategies. I've heard sales strategies on how to network to get people into your DMs and do sales. I just want to talk to people. I just, I get lonely sometimes, you know, sometimes it's just me here doing my business while well, me and my toddler and sometimes talking with other moms doing the same thing or other female entrepreneurs who are going through some of the same struggles is, is really, really helpful just to have that mm-hmm. connection. And so just that full disclaimer of when I talk about networking and stuff, I very rarely am actually doing it to get new clients,
1: but and I even found- when you do, it's so I don't know, earnest and upfront. Like I never well, feel like it's sleazy when you do
0: it. The thing though, is most of it is coming from this place of wanting to connect, wanting to mm-hmm. serve, wanting to help. And very, it's not coming from a place of, I need to get a sale. I yeah. need to get people on my list. I need to do this. And I think that's what com- makes it come across as very earnest. And mm-hmm. like, I'm not trying to get the sale because I'm not, I'm really just trying to do that connection. And yeah. so for me, that looks like in a let's just talk about posting in a in a membership group or something on Facebook or any other social platform Um, I will go in and I will share my wins I will share something I'm struggling with I will ask questions has anyone done this before or used this platform before and um, and then I'll, I'll see I will comment on people's posts like that that pop up on my feed now I don't sit down for hours on end and just network it's really like I have a few minutes that I will allow myself to sit and mindlessly scroll through some of the stuff and I answer what I can and um it's really yeah just just that open connection and by showing that side of myself I think and talking about my wins and you know, stuff I've learned and everything does let people see into my world a bit as an entrepreneur, lets Mm. them see what I do as an entrepreneur. And it actually has brought quite a bit of clients through that just honest, open conversations.
1: Mm. Yeah, I think I think the impetus of just wanting to connect and have a conversation is at its heart, like what networking was meant to be. And I feel like particularly in Facebook groups, but I think in general, the online business kind of space, I really struggle because there's this undertone of everybody being desperate to make sales and everybody being in the room trying either overtly or sort of sneakily trying to sell. And perhaps it's my neuro-spicy brain, but I really struggle with, either being told to sell explicitly, but not tell people you're selling or to kind of engage with the subtext of wanting to sell. And, you know, this is something you and I have talked a lot around, particularly in certain groups that you aren't allowed to set, you know, promo posts and they'll really police what you're allowed to post because there's maybe an undertone of selling. And as someone who is like, very happy I love selling but I'm very overt about it like I'm not a good (laughs) I'm not a good sneaky seller it's very clear you can read it all over my face all over my posts it's very obvious when I'm selling and when I'm just creating content I'm not really comfortable in those spaces where you get called out for sharing content that you're really just genuinely trying to share and being told you know hey take that down that's selling and vice versa when you feel like it's okay to sell being kind of told no you should only add value i find those sort of limitations on the spaces we network in kind of change the tone of the room like i know the intention behind it is to make it a sales free space and to make it a place for networking but i think with the context of us all being business owners and all looking for clients The intention of everybody selling is kind of already there. And I find it really weird navigating those spaces, knowing the underlying intention everybody has. It's like, I need to sell my thing or I need you to help me sell my thing. But none of us being able to really say it. And it, I don't know, it's something I've really been struggling with and actually have left a couple of communities last year because I just couldn't walk that line or find that line easily i think i i really struggle with the sub context of you know some people's posts sounded like selling to me but then they were fine by admin And some of the posts i was adding as pure value came off as salesy and I, I just found that really hard to feel policed in the way i was trying to engage with people um so i i know you know you've been able to navigate that a lot better because that's sort of naturally i think how you engage but as someone who is a little bit more direct in my communication (laughs) style I try not to say I'm pushy but like I'm direct in what I'm saying and I think I found it much more freeing to network more openly with people with the intentions like on my sleeve being like hey I'm looking for referrals are you someone who could refer to me or someone I could refer to you you know, I'm looking for people to fit this container. Is this the kind of support you need? That really overt ask is much easier. But I'll say I don't ask only for sales. Like I think that goes back to our conversation around collaborations. A lot of the things that I've found have the most impact on my business aren't the explicit selling activities. It's more trying to connect with people who have similar goals, who are trying to create a similar momentum in a specific area of their business. Mm -hmm. I've had, you know, a huge amount of momentum built off of things like bundles and summits and participating in these kind of collaborative events, which came from being in the groups where people were looking for contributors and being more than excited and happy to be part of that event in my own way of like networking with these people because I understood the rules of the game up front and I think there's probably other people who maybe have a harder time reading social cues in a written format, maybe have a harder time navigating those spaces, who might find networking in spaces where the intention is very clear up front of what, what we're all here to do and that being okay and that being at play I found a lot easier to engage in as myself versus when it's you know give value and do you know the social selling post but don't let people know you're doing that I really really struggled with that and that's been one of my big moves in 2023 is to just leave those spaces behind because they're not they're not for me
0: <laughs> no I mean I think that's
1: really <laughs>
0: first off you're pushiness or directness, I think is incredibly refreshing and very much at the core of good marketing, I think, of being very honest and open about this is what I'm doing, whether it's networking and connecting or trying to make the sale or whatever. Um, That practice that you talk about in different um, groups in social media and memberships, things like that, where there are anti-sales policies, You know, I know those policies are in place because they want to protect the integrity of the group. There's also restrictions on different platforms as far as what kind of sales and it gets kind of hard to police and can shut down your whole community. There's all that back end stuff, but it does lead to a lot of breadcrumbing marketing, Mm -hmm. so to speak, where people are their intention is still to sell. Yeah, But they're just being very, very sneaky about it. And it's, I mean, honestly, like very similar to some of my networking posts where really I'm just looking to connect and that's my, or I'm looking to share a win and I'm looking to see what people need help with. Hmm. I think what differs is the intention behind it. And oh, while yeah. the words may be the same, I do think that people can feel that intention. Although sometimes when you're an admin, on one of these groups and you're searching through all these things and you're just trying to approve left and right that can get very lost in translation i think and i have seen things where um i've posted one format of a question or something and i think there was one group where you posted something almost exactly the same and (laughs) you got flagged for it and i didn't and i was like well. Wait a minute. How did that happen? And and vice versa. I've seen things mm-hmm. where other people have posted, "Hey, I have this podcast. You want to come be a guest." But if I posted it, it got flagged. And so it does start to feel very, very unfair and makes mm-hmm. you feel a little bit like at least in in my own world I start to feel, "Wait, what am I doing wrong? What did I do?" Yeah. Like I just got chastised and it's like, "No, I really just want to help people. I really just I need guests. People want to be on podcasts." Like, come on. Um, but I found it very interesting that breadcrumbing is is also kind of a term for something in the in the dating world as well, like just bare oh, really? minimum to keep people interested. And um looking at an article on psychology today, they have these kind of key signs that you're being breadcrumbed. Ooh, and, I need this. <laughs> yeah, it's um you often feel confused about the relationship you frequently turn to others to decipher what this person's texts and actions mean and how you should respond. Um, They may leave you hanging and fail to commit. Uh, Their communication is rarely consistent. Uh, They send you mixed messages. Um, I think it's really interesting that a lot of those Sign, so to speak I actually get the same feelings from people who are breadcrumbing with their marketing you know Uh it's this do you really care about me or not like am I a valued client or am I a number and I think the way to fix that for people who want to be in these groups where you can't explicitly sell but you do want to make those connections and maybe you do have something that would be of great interest to people is I think going at it from that intention of, Mm -hmm. um, of wanting to serve doing, going at it with, from a place of love instead of needing to make a sale or trying to be sneaky or trying to get around the (laughs) rules. And, you know, if I say this word, it's going to flag, you know, the admin thing and, um, and just kind of, yeah going going about it from that what do you how does that feel to you
1: yeah I mean the fact that those are the same flags that uh, people would see in dating is is very telling because it does feel like a bit of a bait and switch that people are trying to play and I mean a that's not a great place to start a relationship with a potential client like I've been sold to that way and it feels horrible like I don't want to be tricked into being pitched to and tricked into buying something that's really, really not a good place to start. But I also think there's, I don't know, there's this sort of strange culture shift of by feeling policed, by feeling like we can't show up and just sell our businesses and be business owners in those spaces. I think we're censoring a lot of what we actually want to say and why we're in the group. And I don't know, I I reached a point earlier on, I was sort of trying to play the game, trying to be in those groups, give value and found it very, very draining. And I think there's a point where if you're feeling really sensitive to rejection, if you're finding that, you know, it's not, you're not speaking the same language, there are other groups available to you. They may not be the same circles, they may not be free, they may be, you know, really quite, different in scope, but I think if you're finding your communication style just isn't working, there's a point where you can just leave the conversation. Um and that's kind of the place I got to last year. I realized like I'm just not I'm literally, it's as if I was speaking in French in some of these spaces. <laughs> um but I do think there is kind of I don't know, I feel like the feeling we all seem to struggle with of being salesy and sleazy is only amplified by putting on these kind of behavioral masks of like, I'm just being friendly. I'm just, you know, wanting to start a conversation and then sneakily selling behind scenes. And I think it would be a much more honest landscape if we could just sell what we're selling and connect when we're trying to connect and network when we're trying to network without that kind of secondary layer underneath and, I don't know I'm trying to be more direct about how my brain works that's one of my like big kind of shifts of the last couple months a couple years and I think there is you know a lot of fatigue going on in the world in the business space and I suspect I'm not the only one like I suspect there's other people who are sick of Trying to dance around selling, who are trying to dance around understanding what these posts are, understanding the context behind them, and just want to actually talk to humans. And if they have something that's valuable to solve the solution that that, you know, solve the problem that person has with the solution you already have, being able to share about that. I, I think it's a much more, I don't know, equal footing for us to be having networking conversations because, again, these are the groups we're talking about are all business groups these are all groups with the exact intention of us meeting other business owners with the intention of helping us grow our businesses like that is the context in which we are in these groups in the first place so I've got a soapbox and I'll try, try and get back down off it but I do think there is I do think there is a need to just be back to that old school thing like you were saying literally going to show yeah. Like trade shows going to conferences, going to networking groups where the like intention of that space is to meet other people to either help you sell your thing, help you meet people who can help you sell your thing or to sell your thing directly too. Like I would love that context to be brought into the online space because that at its heart at its heart is what networking is about. Like it's lovely to meet friends I've met you, one of my like best friends I've never met in real life. <laughs> Through networking, but that is the exception. Most of the time, people are looking for other kinds of business relationships. And I don't think we should be made to feel shameful about that. That's where this, you know, hiding the fact that we're selling, this culture of being ashamed of trying to sell, I think is getting worse because we're not able to just outright sell when we have something that's an appropriate solution for someone to buy. Okay, off my soapbox. No, I mean, I love your soapbox. Um,
0: (laughs) No, I mean, I think to your point, I've seen a a big influx in these kinds of groups um, where their main goal is to network, is to provide those connections, those referrals, the references, things like that, where if you want to post about your your free workshop coming up or a big sale you're having then it's totally okay to do it and then the people who are interested can interact and and that's how you can find each other or if you need a re- you know want people to refer you or refer other people to you or vice versa um, you can put those requests out there and I find groups like that very very refreshing because it is very much just honest and open. And this is my point. This is what I'm doing. There's no subterfuge about it whatsoever. There's no, Hey, I'm going to send you a friend request and pretend to be interested in your life. But then within two DMS, I'm going to sell you my thing. Like there's nothing like that. It's very direct. And I find that when you start with that open goal, whether it is connection or a sale then that builds those very deep, honest conversations and mm-hmm. can grow from there. So
1: yeah, and I think the the fact that we're shifting into a place of needing to once again go back to the basics of what networking is is, you know, maybe a good push for us to go back to kind of like hint hinted at the basics of what sales and business is about. Like it got I think, so overly intellectualized and people have tried to make a lot of money off of making business really complicated sounding and adding a whole bunch of rules, adding a whole bunch of nuances on what is essentially pretty basic that we as humans have been doing for generations, which is I have something you want. You give me something I want in exchange. Like it doesn't have to be as complicated and I think the you know taking the layer off of feeling shameful or feeling you know judged for selling and judged for marketing and judged for looking for people who can help you do that I think also opens up the conversation of instead of feeling like everyone in that business space is your competition that we can actually start to collaborate in a true way of okay how can basically how can i scratch your back so you can scratch mine like how can we all help each other move forward because it's out in the open we actually understand what the other person wants again i think there's a lot of people who have brains like mine or similar to mine where we need that to be explicit but even if you're neurotypical even if you've had a completely sort of classic experience of business i still think coming back to the basics of we can all have successful businesses. We all have something to sell that other people want, hopefully. And that's <laughs> that's what it really just needs to boil down to. All of the, you know, hidden sun, you know, subcontext, elaborate drawn-out launches so that you don't actually have to talk about selling. All of the, you know, masquerading your business is actually just a service and you know, uh value exclusively, I think that detracts from the essence of just showing people. solution that they're ready to buy and I personally really I respond very well when people sell to me explicitly we love buying (laughs) like as people we really love buying because it's finding a solution it's finding hope for a solution and you know nine times out of ten when you've bought something it's a good experience you like that you want that it's a dopamine hit to buy something because you feel like You're stepping in the right direction or you're getting something you're excited about. So if on the other side of that relationship, we can also have that openness and that kind of clarity of mind, not having all be sneaky and masquerading and putting on a show, I think we can come back to that sense of like, this is a positive exchange. This is a good thing that we're doing here. I don't think it has to feel so slimy. And again, I think coming back to networking as the topic, I think when we can come to those, you know, networking opportunities, those relationship building spaces with the open, honest context of like, this is why I'm here. I'm here because I'm representing my business. I'm trying to achieve this, you know, trying to sell these things. How I can do that is either sell it to you directly, refer you, have you refer me. Maybe we have partnership, maybe we have other collaborations, but if that's not going to work, then that's okay. We can move forward, uh, move on and, you know, try and find the right connections. But I think yeah, I think we're all just tired. <laughs> I think we're all just really tired, tired. <laughs> after the couple of years we've had. And and I kind of optimistically hope that fatigue leads to just simplifying things and bringing it back down to basics and letting us just be more honest and open in our intentions, in our actions, in our way of showing up in these spaces. Because every relationship I've started that way has been far more successful, either as... Me selling or me buying things, like it's right. a much nicer experience. Right. Okay. <laughs> what no, about no. you? What's your thoughts? There?
0: I mean, and I think it it really all does come down to mm-hmm. why are we in business to begin with. Mm-hmm. It is to make money. I mean, yes, there's the altruistic things that we want to help people and we want to, you know, change the world and make progress and and all these things that are very very true, very very worthy. But to do that, we need to stay in business. And so that means we need to make money and we need to make sales in order to make money. It doesn't Mm -hmm. just show up. If you say you want a million dollars, you still have to do something to get it. It's not just (laughs) going to show up on your doorstep most of the time. I don't know. Maybe sometimes it does. But by kind of, I think by kind of hiding that fact that Mm -hmm. we're making a sale, it's almost reinforcing some of these these money blocks around selling is dirty money is yeah. bad like it's all selfish if if i'm asking for the sale and i think that's mainly what i want to change is that it's selling is not sleazy it's not dirty i mean there are yes sleazy dirty slimy tactics that you can use but at its heart you are trying to provide something to someone else you are trying to serve someone else to help them and make their life better and Mm -hmm. like you said it's the time old tradition of I have something you want you have something I want let's make an exchange let's barter let's do this (laughs) and that's what this cliche is saying money makes the world go round um You know, it keeps our businesses afloat, helps us reach more people and make more of an impact. And I think the more honest and open we can be about this, um, about our reasons behind why we're networking, the reasons behind why we want to collaborate, the reasons behind why we need these references and referrals and, and all this stuff. I think it, um. I think it's only going to make things more simple and streamlined. As you said, it's going to just help us all reach that next level and feel so much better all the way around.
1: (laughs) Oh dear. I feel like I want to end on a completely tangential anecdote, just because I think it sounds relevant. Um, So I originally started my career in film and I went to a very you know well-known film school. I had a big leg up in that department, but everybody starts from scratch in that industry. Yes, you can be born into it, but you need to know some people, you need to get your first job. And I saw my whole class really struggling with getting their first few projects. And I maybe was naive, maybe was really gutsy. And I just literally started emailing the people I would like to work with, my like little wish list, Hi, I'm Michelle. I'm looking for this. Would that be helpful to you to have someone like this on your team? I don't need to be paid. I just want experience. I sent that to like 50 people and I had two years of pretty much nonstop work (laughs) because I literally just asked for it. And I think there is something really telling in that story because my husband, who was my boyfriend at the time, and all of my classmates took the old route of like, oh, well, I have to just get to know people kind of as friends and not ask them for anything and take the slow road. And they really struggled. And I just explicitly asked for what I needed, which was something that would help them, you know, giving them basically free or very cheap labor because I needed a leg up to get started. The explicit ask worked so much better (laughs) because the people I was asking actually knew what the hell I wanted out of it. And I yeah. had a, a really lovely woman who became kind of a mentor to me say in our first meeting, like I never get asked explicitly. It is so much easier for me to know how to help when people ask what they want. And I think when we're being sold to, when we are being networked at, when we are being you know asked to collaborate, just saying explicitly like, hi, this is who I am. This is what I'm looking for. Here's how I can help. Is this a good fit? being really explicit and upfront really helps cut down the mental load of the person on the receiving end of that. And I've kind of always held that really true, taken the lesson, I guess, of that experience of like, just asking clearly and simply what you need, what you want, and why it's helpful to the other person. Nine times out of 10 is going to work much better than any sort of fancy tactics, anything sort of too elaborate, because it's so much easier on the other person, and that's ultimately our whole point. We need them to, you know, be in in conjunction with us to make that whole process work for a sale, for a job, for a networking opportunity. It needs to work on both sides. So that's my little like anecdote to to end on. Do you have any last sort of thoughts Olivia, as we wrap up?
0: No, I mean I think that wrapped it up very nicely and, and very much sums it up. It's all about just being open and honest and direct with what you're asking for and how you can help others and how they can help you. So, Mm -hmm. so with that, thank you for joining us this week on Marketing Like a Mother. If you found value in the show today and would like to support some fellow mompreneurs, we are directly asking you to give us a rating or just tell a friend about us. Um, We will be back next week with more marketing tips for busy moms with businesses.